Hello and welcome to AFC Don's Cast preseason podcast number five coming up on this week's show. We hear from Doc, Michael Devlin and Scott McKenna from our training camp in Ireland, plus Derek McInnes on Greg Lay and Greg himself on signing for the Dons. Plus a roundup from our first pre-season match against Welshside Connors Key Nomads and the rest of the week's news on the AFC Donscast on Tuesday the 2nd of July. Keep on listening if you entered our competition to win the Aberdeen Gold Away shirt. I'll announce the winner at the end of this podcast. Meantime, let's get started with our opening match against Connors Key Nomads at our training camp in Ireland on Saturday. And we opened up our pre-season campaign with a 0-0 draw. There was a start for new boys Ryan Hedges, John Gallagher and Greg Lay. Ash Taylor and Curtis Main came off the bench. Craig Bryson was still out with an ankle injury. Stevie May didn't take part due to suffering from a virus. Whilst it was a 0-0 affair, the Dons had a few good chances, with Lewis Ferguson, Shea Logan, Sam Cosgrove and Seb Ross getting the best of the chances in front of goal. Next up in our pre-season match is Peterhead at Balmore tomorrow night. You can see coverage from the match in Cork on Red TV and highlights on the club's social media. Catching up with the news from today and Dominic Ball has signed a new two-year deal with Queen's Park Rangers having spent the last two years on loan to the Dons from Rotherham United. And Aberdeen will be re-registered as a private limited company which means all the funding for phase one of the Kingsford development is now in place. Shareholders voted unanimously to become a private limited company which means £2 million of additional funding will become available for funding the training ground and community facilities. Phase two for the new stadium is due for completion for the start of the 2022 23 season. No new signings this week, but we get to hear from our newest Don Greg Lay. He caught up with Red TV following signing last Tuesday, plus Derek McInnes on his new player. See, we're from both from Manchester and we both played in England before now, so when I could have the opportunity to talk with him and, and hear about his story of coming up to Aberdeen and having such a successful time up here, you know, personally and on the pitch, it was a real, uh, it was a real story that. that inspired me to, to try and come and do the same thing. How much did the manager sell the club? I'm sure I know the answer <laughs> to you in, in terms of trying to get you to... Yeah, massively. I think that my conversations with the manager were, were really positive and productive. You know, I think that he has a, a very interesting and very uh, good approach to, to the game. Thinks about things a lot, which is also what, what I like to do. And when he spoke with me about what his, my role would be, um, and obviously wanted to use my strengths. That was something that really attracted me to say, okay, he understands what kind of player I am, what kind of play, what kind of team he wants to build, and where I would fit in. And that, that was a, a major attraction for me. And also, I presume the challenge of playing, or the attraction of playing European football, competitive uh, football as well. Yeah, definitely. I think every player wants to play in as many competitions as they can, and, and but also at the, at the highest level. And uh, yeah, obviously that's an attraction for me. Greg's a player we've been aware of for a while. Obviously, um, last summer we were looking to bring a left back in, and Greg was one of a few that we were considering. Um, and again, in January, when we looked as if we had uh, lost Max back to Derby, um, Greg was someone who we were quite far down the line with. Um, so, what we get is a bit of versatility because he can play left of a three, he can play left back, predominantly his main position left wing back he's played as well so he gives us a bit of athleticism um, good size good, decent experience for somebody still with all his best years ahead of him um, but in the conversations we had with Greg throughout the summer you know, he's, um, he asks the right questions You know, he's very careful about his career um, and he sees Aberdeen as the right move, there's a number of clubs who are keen to take Greg in England um, but we feel that uh, 
know, having the conversations with him, selling the, the club, um, what we're trying to do here. Um, we felt that he bought into that pretty early on. It's been a busy week at the training camp in Ireland and Red TV caught up with Michael Devlin and Scott McKenna during their time in Cork as they look ahead to the season ahead. Uh, first of all, enjoying your week here. The, the weather certainly it's inconsistent, shall we say. Yeah, it's been a tough week. Um, not helped by how, how scorching it's been at times, which is great, but at the same time, it, the sun seems to be coming out. It's most unopportune moments for ourselves, considering it's always been the run in us. But uh, no, it's been great so far and, and hard work. Training this afternoon will probably be a bit easier because of the conditions, Scott. Yeah, I'll probably just be a bit lighter as well with obviously the game tomorrow, which will, which will help as well after a good three or four days of, of hard sessions. And last season, you guys probably didn't play together in the team as much as you would have liked, down to injuries and suspensions, etc. Yeah, it was a bit frustrating. Um, it was, it was, Sorry for bringing that up. No, <laughs> um, it was a bit stop start for us. For we're probably both not only in collectively but individually, we, we didn't get as much time um, as we would have liked for, for a number of different reasons, as you touched on there, Dave. But um, pre-season and you know your off-season, everything's always a kind of clean break for you. And, ready to work hard and, and, and try and get back in the team and for myself obviously laterally towards the end of last season I was a bit in and out so you get an opportunity to really work hard and, and if we can get a, a partnership going again that would, be, that would be brilliant. And Scott you had a shorter holiday because you were away in international duty so you you came back here and if you caught up because you had a, a shorter break than everybody else so presumably you've caught up with the rest of them. Yeah well I had a shorter break, shorter break than most of the boys so I probably didn't lose as much fitness as some of them but uh, it's just part. You've no got. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Hey. But uh, it's just part of being a professional footballer. Of course, you'd rather be involved with the national team and away playing games. So I'm delighted with that. And obviously, a few days shorter breaks, just part of the parcel of that. And Steve Clark named yourself in the, as well in the, his first international squad, which caused you a few uh, holiday nightmares, but all for the right reasons. Yeah, I was I was a wee bit surprised, um, but obviously delighted to be to be named in the squad. It was a, a massive boost for me getting into the off season. I'd already planned the holidays, but um, it's the best season I've ever had to, to cancel a holiday. So I was delighted, and I think um, as I said towards the end of the season, it wasn't you know quite how I'd hoped it would be it would be going personally. But that was a real boost getting into the summer, and um, both mentally and just for for my confidence and stuff, it was it was brilliant. So I thoroughly enjoyed the week away, and it was great to be part of it. And, and certainly because it was the manager's first squad, it was nice to be part of that and it shows kind of what he thinks. So. Yeah, it's important that you probably get in right at the start into the squad for the, for a new manager like that because that's one way of making sure he, he knows you're there. Yeah, definitely. I think it's all about first impressions when new managers come in. And uh, obviously if you're not in that squad and other boys, boys going to do well, then it might be hard for you to get back in. But thankfully we're, we're both there and we both had a good week's training and, and we enjoyed it. So that was the main thing. And the new season just around the corner, starting off with uh, Rovin Yemi in the uh, Europa League. So exciting times, it always is, with European football ahead. Yeah, I think that was why it was so important to, to make sure we finished the season in, um, in a, the best shape possible and make sure we clinched onto European football again, which this club expects. So, you know, we're all working every single day knowing that there's a starting 11 to be picked for the, the, the European Games and we're all doing everything that we can to, to make sure that we, we put ourselves forward and and show the manager that he can trust us whoever he picks to go and play. So every day is competitive and every every day, no matter whether it's fitness or football, we're all trying to do our best. And there's a real buzz about the place knowing that you know there's European football and, and, a, and a great start to the season to look forward to. You lads seem to have settled in. Half a dozen of them here this week seem to have settled in quite quickly. Yeah, definitely. They've, they've fitted in perfectly with the group of boys that were already here. 
obviously we lost a, a couple of big characters towards the, the end of last season, but it looks like they're, they've been replaced pretty quickly and everyone's settling in and seems to be enjoying it. And tomorrow, Scott touched on it earlier, Connor Keys, Connor Keys Nomads, um, they'll provide a, a reasonable test, won't they? Because they're, they're playing Kilmarnock in the Europa League and they're playing against a team that finished levelling points with their opponents, so they'll want to put a, a wee marker down for Killy. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think any team that's, that's playing in Europe are not a bad team. Um, and uh, for us, it's a, it's a good opportunity to go and play against a, a good level of opposition as at the end of a, a tough week for us. But I think we're, we've got the kind of hard training under our belt now and we can really start to focus on the games coming up. And it's only by playing the games that you start to get that kind of match sharpness and, and the build up to the European qualifier for ourselves. So I think it's a, it's a good game for us, one that we're all looking forward to and, um, and one that we want to come through unscathed and, and, and fully fit. Michael said, coming through unscathed, they are a physical side, having seen them in a couple of games, but presumably uh, it, it is a pre-season friendly, so if we won't have any unwanted injuries. Yeah, well, they can't be any more physical than the, the team we played at this time last year. But uh, obviously it's important to get through the game without any injuries and just try and keep everyone fit. And uh, just try and keep the squad building to uh, going into this first game in the Europa League. Yeah, well, all the best for the season, lads, and uh, hopefully you'll be playing together, not just for Aberdeen, but also for the national side. Thank you. Thank you, dear. More Don's News straight after this. It's prize burst time at 22. Oh, Jess has got the crisps. Treat yourself. Mum's on Skype bingo. Lovely. And oh, no! Terrible. What travesty. Look at all them crisps all over the. Yeah, speed it up. I'm doing an advert, darling. Quick, quick, quick. That's it. Yeah, Mum's back to prize burst. Free to play every day. I've just gone for the clover. Oh, lovely. Oh, big. Oh, yes, look at her. Go on, girl. Prize first. Free to play every day at Sky Bingo. Exciting times. Yesterday, Aberdeen FC Community Trust celebrated their fifth anniversary, the Trust being set up to provide support and opportunity throughout the northeast of Scotland. They've had over one million uh, participations in events and one of the many schemes they ran, Football Fans and Training, paid off after Aberdeen's Fit Legends triumphed in the Football Fans and Training Tournament at the University of Stirling on Saturday. The victory was sealed by goalkeeper Jim Blagden, who lost nine stone over 12 months after he saved four penalties against the Rangers to hand the trophy to the Dons for the first time with the shootout going to sudden death after both keepers failed to score. With our opening UEFA Europa qualifier next match, eh, match next week sorry, against ROPS Rovaniemi, Tony Doherty is keen that the Red Army turn up in numbers at Pataudry. Tickets are on sale now. It's brilliant, the European nights. You know, remember the ones in, in weird time we've had the social ads and you know, growing again, beating them over there. They're, they're brilliant nights and really, you know, there's nothing better than coming out into a, a full pitodry, you know, on that European night. The fans been right behind you to make sure you go and get a result. So I would say to the fans, get yourself there, get involved. You really do spur the team on and yes, we do want to try and go that stage further in Europe. And, well, I think we can do that with their help, but we need them on board and we'd love them to be part of that. And I've always said it, the fans play such a huge part of this club. You know, they've been great in our time here and I would just urge them to get on board, you know, get on board for this campaign and make it a really special one. The SPFL have announced that Tenex are the new sponsor of the Challenge Cup and the Dons have got a Colts team in the competition. In the draw last Wednesday, Aberdeen will face Broda Rangers away on the 6th or 7th of August and should they win their first round match, they will then face St Johnston Colts or Cove Rangers in the second round on the 13th and 14th of August. 
Aberdeen women have returned to the top of the SWFL1 North after a 4-2 victory against Inverness Cali Thistle on Sunday at Melbourne Academy in Inverness. A penalty from Chloe Gover and a hat-trick from Ailey Shore secured the win for the Dons. Every Tuesday from 8pm, on your phone, on your tablet and online, this is the AFC Donscast. Our pre-season campaign continues tomorrow night against Peterhead at Balmore. Kickoff is at 7.45pm. And Aberdeen 11 will face Elgin City on Thursday night at Barra Briggs to celebrate their 125th anniversary. It's PI at the gate at that one, with tickets costing £10 for adults and £5 for concessions. Then on Saturday, we're back at Barra Briggs to face Inverness Cali Thistle for the 3pm kickoff. This will also be PI at the gate, and the tickets cost the same price, £10 for adults and £5 for under-18s and over-65s. The sports bar at the ground will be open from midday, and the family bar will be open from the same time. Children can take in, be taken into the family bar under adult supervision. And next Tuesday night at Dawn's 11 we'll face Devon Vale for the 7.45pm kickoff at Princess Royal Park in Banff. And before I head off, we just have time to do the draw for the Aberdeen Gold Away shirt. And thank you to everyone who followed AFC Dawn's cast on Twitter to enter. The lucky winner is Aberdeen Quine or Lindy Lou 84 on Twitter. Congratulations to you. We'll be in touch to arrange delivery of your prize this week. You can still get the chance to win an Aberdeen home or away shirt by completing the AFC Big Supporter Survey. Just head over to invernessreds.co.uk forward slash AFC 2019. You can keep up to date with all the dawn's goings on at invernessreds.co.uk throughout the week. And I'll be back here next Tuesday from 8 to round up all of it on the AFC Donscast. Till then, thanks for listening and stand free. That's all for this week. More Aberdeen news next Tuesday evening from 8.